0: Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinner time solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamacris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. After two months of travel this summer, we are finally back home and settling into our routines. And I am back sharing with you what we ate and what we spent in the month of August. If you are new to these episodes, in these episodes, I share with you a general overview of our meal plan, each week, what I spent on groceries, and how it all played out in real life. This month, I went intentionally over budget on our groceries, and I'm gonna share with you why and what we ended up spending. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort, let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible. By simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life healthy mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Hey friends, we are back with another What We Ate and What We Spent in the month of August. I took the last couple of months off because honestly, I wasn't keeping track of our grocery budget and I wasn't really keeping track of what we were eating and I was only loosely meal planning over the summer as we were splitting our time between two houses and traveling a ton. We had a fantastic summer up north visiting with family, going on lots of hikes and adventures, exploring the area. But I am so excited to be back home and back into our routine. So as soon as we got home from our whirlwind two days of travel, we found out at the beginning of the summer after we had already planned on taking a few days to travel back home, that our kids were supposed to start school a day earlier than we had initially planned. So we had to shorten our travel time. I am so thankful for my dad for driving down with us. He did the vast majority of the driving. Okay, let's be real, he did all of the driving. <laughs> I was uh, hopefully a good passenger um, and we got to spend a couple days with him when we got back home, which was great. Basically, we had one full day in between being home, and the kids starting school. And they adjusted really well, probably better than I did. Um, But when it came to meals, I really had to get us back into a routine of meal planning and meal prep. And I think I've been pretty successful over the month. But before we left, I did a huge clean out of our fridge and our freezer and our pantry. So we were starting with basically Nothing. So when we were thinking about our grocery budget for the month, we decided that we would add on to it a little bit this month because we needed to do a stock up. And I think this is so normal to do every six months or so. Whenever your pantry is getting low, if you feel like you want to do a larger stock up, there's nothing wrong with having a month where you spend a little bit more on groceries intentionally. I think it's all about being intentional about your spending that helps you to be better, a better budgeter, and a better spender overall. So that's what we did. We decided instead of our usual $600 a month budget, we were going to budget for... to $200 a week. So $600 is $150 a week. I typically do my monthly stock up at the beginning of the month, which I didn't do this month. I actually did it later in the month just based on schedule. And then I do smaller shops in between. So in this case, I was going for $150 to $200 each week, knowing that I needed to add some more items each week, for, based on what I needed um, I wasn't able to do a huge stock up right away just based on schedule I'm by myself with the kids right now for another couple of weeks it's been a month so far and it's gone really well but you know everything is just a little bit just a little bit harder solo parenting and working and all of that. so basically we decided we were gonna add to our grocery budget a little bit and our goal would just be a little bit higher throughout the month. I also had a ton of recipe testing to do, which I usually try to kind of fit in with our normal meal plans, but it had to be a little bit more aggressive this month because obviously we were just coming back from two months of travel and I'm actually leaving for travel again. I'm going to my cousin's wedding on September 15th back in Rhode Island. And then from there, I am traveling to Germany and Austria for two weeks. It is like a dream come true trip that we've been planning for years. I'm so excited about. Um, so I had a lot to do this month when it comes to food. So I'm going to be sharing a lot of recipes with you that are our family favorites, which is something that I recommended in the back to school episode, really sticking to your family favorites the first couple of weeks of school, and then some recipes that are going to be coming soon in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I also want to mention, because of my personal recipe testing schedule, we actually plan for six days a week this month instead of our usual five, just because I needed to make sure that I was getting all of my recipes in. So this month was a stock-up month. We increased our grocery budget. The goal was to increase it between $100 and $200 total for the month to make sure that we were getting back to baseline when it comes to our pantry and things like oils and vinegars and salt and things like that that we were just basically totally out of from being away for the whole summer. So here's how it all played out. Technically, our first week of groceries started on the 8th because we traveled on the 6th and the 7th. And before that, we were spending time with family, finishing up our time in Rhode Island. So we weren't buying groceries at that point anyway. So this is sort of a week shorter than your typical month, but August is a long month anyway. So it's still four weeks. And by a long month, I just mean that it's five weeks versus... It's basically five full weeks. So we got into town late on the 7th and we had pizza with my dad, celebrated being home. And first thing in the morning on the 8th, we had my kids' school orientation or what was it called, their open house. So we went to that and then immediately went to Target to do a little mini shop. So we spent $65.12 at Target getting some basic things that I knew we were going to need for school lunches, a bunch of snacks, and I also got a couple things that I knew that we wanted for our meal plan, like their frozen wild caught salmon, which is one of my favorite deals at Target. So I got a couple things at Target and then two days later, once my dad left, I ended up going to Aldi and I spent $121.05 on the rest of the things we needed for the next couple of days. So that first week, we spent $186.07. So definitely more than our usual budget by about $30. But it was still within that $200 that we had budgeted for this particular month. So like I said, First day of the week we traveled, second day we had pizza. The first day of school, my kids requested their favorite five-ingredient meatballs. This recipe is on my website. It is literally just five ingredients other than salt, and we love serving it over pasta. We love serving it over spaghetti squash. My kiddos requested my spinach almond pesto, so we actually had bonza pasta, spinach almond pesto, and the meatballs for dinner for the first day of school. We also roasted some broccoli on the side. Then the next day, um, I believe that was the day my dad went home, so the kids requested my veggie-filled chicken nuggets. So this recipe has been a family favorite for a couple years now, and it's super simple. It's homemade chicken nuggets. Not as simple as buying them frozen or fresh from Trader Joe's and just cooking them up in the oven or the air fryer, obviously, but they do freeze really well, So and they make good uh, lunches or lunchbox additions, I should say. So we made those veggie-filled chicken nuggets with some sweet potatoes and zucchini in there. And the kids did take the leftovers to school the next day. We also served them up with some air fryer sweet potato wedges we made as well. And then the last night of the week, Friday night, we had the salmon I picked up at Target with coconut rice and our family's favorite, green beans. That recipe is in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I basically saute up a shallot and a bunch of garlic. I blanch the green beans. You can also use uh, frozen green beans with this recipe as well. Toss it into the sauteed shallot and garlic and then add some lemon juice, lemon zest and butter to the top. And it is so good. My kids eat them up. They're awesome. So that's what we had the first week, Saturday night. I can't remember what we did, but we did. We did a family night. Okay, I remember. We had nachos. So we got nachos from our local Mexican place. We door-dashed it, and we watched a movie while we ate nachos together. Our Saturday nights are always a break for mama and some sort of a family night. So that was our first week. For breakfast that week, everyone wanted smoothies. That's kind of one of our go-tos. You guys know that I love my smoothies, and I drink them almost every morning, and the kids wanted them too. So we're trying out a new kids protein powder. It's called, or it's by the company Orgain, and they like it so far. Previously, we've used the brand Healthy Heights as well, and they've enjoyed that too. Um, But I, I know that my kids, when they have a little bit of protein in their breakfast, they tend to stay fuller until lunch, and then they're not asking for a million snacks after school. I mean, they still want snacks after school, but I find that, you know, having that balance really starts in the morning for them as well as me. And then for lunches, I did salad kits that week just to keep it easy with some easy proteins and the kids had lunch at school. Um, I will link my my free school lunch guide. I also have a brand new school lunch mini course I just launched as well. if you want to know more details and how we plan and execute our school lunches. It's really short and sweet. It shares with you basically my process on planning school lunches, how I prep ahead for school lunches, my nine-year-old shares how she packs lunch for her and her sister, and then there's a whole long video on our favorite um, containers and lunch boxes and all of that stuff. So I'll link both of those in the show notes, but our basic formula for kids' lunches is some sort of fruit, some sort of veggie, some sort of main that has to have a protein, and then one to two snacks. And that's kind of what the kids pick. And then we have it on our uh, meal planner, our school lunch planner that we have that I laminated and we have on our fridge. So whether I'm packing school lunch or my nine-year-old is packing lunch, we can look at it and just mix and match those items that they chose at the beginning of the week. All week long. And I talk about this a little more in my episode on back to school routines. So go back a couple episodes if you want to hear more about that. I also shared a replay of my school lunch formula episode from last year. So definitely scroll back. It's one of the last couple of episodes once this airs, and you can listen to either of those if you need some help with your school lunch packing. So that was our first week of the month, basically the 8th through the 12th. And then coming into the next week, we went and did a Trader Joe's haul. So we spent $133.14 at Trader Joe's, so much less than our $200 budget, but if you kind of do the math, I had gone to Aldi just a few days prior. So this is basically what we needed for this next week's groceries plus a couple of extras. I finally did some meal prep that week. So it felt like my gosh, it was the first time I had done meal prep in probably eight weeks. And that's so weird to be out of that routine for me because I've been in that routine for a decade. So it was really nice to do a little bit of meal prep and to really feel like we were back into our back to school routines. So at the beginning of the week, I knew I wanted to final test a recipe for the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I was really trying to focus on some late summer flavors. So I have a late summer ratatouille recipe that you can make in the slow cooker, which is so good. You can make it in the slow cooker or on the stovetop. The stovetop just obviously takes a little while and it gets a little bit warm in the house. So the slow cooker is a great way to avoid having to turn on the oven or stand over the stove. Um, I do serve it with a creamy polenta, but polenta comes together in like 15 minutes so super simple so we had that late summer ratatouille with the creamy polenta and we had it with some chicken sausage for a little bit of protein so that was sunday and then monday i made my baked veggie mac and cheese this is a recipe in the cooking club it's also in my healthy mama meal prep cookbook in my healthy mama meal prep course this is a family favorite my kids request it all the time It's a traditional bechamel sauce with cheese added to it, so a cheese sauce. We use bonza pasta, so chickpea pasta, which we get in bulk at Costco for a little bit of extra protein. And we add an entire head of cauliflower chopped up really, really small. You can also use cauliflower rice, so it kind of blends in. I just chop the pieces really small and blanch them with the pasta and then add it all together. But I think some of the pieces were a little bit bigger this time. And so my five-year-old, Took a piece of cauliflower out of the mac and cheese and she was like, Why is this in here? I'm like, It's in there every time. She's like, Yeah, but I don't want veggies in my mac and cheese. <laughs> I was like, Well, we need veggies. And she's like, Yeah, but I don't want to get any bigger. <laughs> <And> I- <laughs> I'm sorry. It was so funny because we, you know, we talked to our kids about how eating veggies is going to help us to grow healthy and strong. And she's like, yeah, I don't I don't want to get any bigger. (laughs) So I don't need to eat this cauliflower. So she still ate it happily. She just picked out a couple pieces of the cauliflower. um, But I thought that was really funny. And then leftovers were sent with my nine year old the next couple of days at school. She loves a hot lunch at school. So I have a thermos. Um, If you haven't seen my thermos trick, I shared this in the cooking club. And I also shared it last year on Instagram. But basically, if you have a thermos that you want to send hot food in, but it doesn't quite keep the food hot until lunch, fill it with boiling water, close it up like 10 minutes or so before you're going to put that hot food in, heat up the food, dump out the boiling water, add that hot food into the thermos, close it up. It'll keep it a lot hotter longer. And my nine-year-old attests to this. So she had that for lunch the next couple of days. And then the next night was when I utilized a lot of the meal prep that I had done at the beginning of the week. So I had chopped and spun lettuce, and I cooked up some hard-cooked eggs, and I cooked up some of my favorite pan-seared chicken, and we made DIY Cobb salads. I had made my cilantro jalapeno ranch dressing, which my youngest daughter calls yummy sauce. I think I shared that in my May episode as well. She is, is still loving it, has loved it all summer long. It's not super spicy. It's not really spicy at all. It has a little zest to it, but it's definitely not spicy. I take the seeds out of the jalapeno, but she loves it. She basically drinks it. We have those divided plates for the kids, and if I fill one of the sections with the what she calls yummy sauce, the cilantro jalapeno ranch, she will basically drink it once the rest of her food is gone, which is very funny. So we had that on top of our cob salad instead of sometimes we do a different ranch, like my herb ranch, or sometimes we'll do like a lemony dressing as well. But that's what we had. So that's what we had that night. My kids love DIY cob salads. It's probably their favorite way to eat salad because they can add whatever they want to the top. So my younger daughter will add eggs and bacon and tomatoes, but she doesn't like the onion or the blue cheese. And then my older daughter doesn't really like the hard-cooked eggs, but she'll add the blue cheese, so they get to kind of add the ingredients they want. There's always a base of salad greens and a really great dressing that they love, so they're usually really happy with that option. The next night, we had a veggie bolognese. This is another one of my kind of hidden veggie recipes that my kids really love. Now, I'm not a huge fan of just simply hiding vegetables, but I do try and find every opportunity to add in more vegetables. And since this summer, we were all over the place. We were doing a ton of traveling. And when the kids were at home, either with my mom or with me and my husband, they did eat vegetables. They did eat really good food, but they were also eating out. We were all eating out a lot more and just not eating as many nutrient-dense foods. So I'm trying to kind of add more of those nutrient-dense foods in because it's all about balance. So we had that veggie-filled bolognese, my five-veggie meat sauce with spaghetti squash. And then the next night, I had planned on making my sheet pan chicken shawarma. It was on the menu, but we had so many leftovers, I decided to move it. And decided that I would put that on next week's menu because the chicken thighs were fine for another couple of days. And I always want to use up leftovers rather than making something new and then throwing away leftovers. Because when we throw away food, we throw away money. And so I went ahead and moved that. And we had leftovers the next night, the Thursday. And then Friday night, I made my pulled pork nachos with shortcut carnitas from Trader Joe's. No, not Trader Joe's. They do have carnitas. Is at Trader Joe's, but I got them from Aldi. And I actually shared that, that recipe over on Instagram. We love that nacho recipe. And of course we drizzled it with that cilantro jalapeno ranch. Yes, we did have nachos two weeks in a row. Uh, we love nachos. <laughs> so that was our second full week back home. So for breakfast, we did some smoothies and then I also meal prepped some breakfast sandwiches. That recipe is in the Healthy Mama Meal Prep cookbook as well. They're so good. You make a veggie frittata and you slice that up into pieces and I add bacon to it on English muffins. You can keep them in the fridge for a few days or you can freeze them. Those are awesome. So we had those and also smoothies. And then lunches. I had a lot of leftovers for lunches that week just because... It was only the three of us. uh, And it's a lot of food for just the three of us. So that's basically what I did throughout the week that week. So at that point, we still had some things that we had stocked up on, but we had gone through pretty much all of our proteins. And I wanted to stock up on things like snacks in bulk because snacks especially now that the kids are in school. I like to do a mix of store-bought and homemade snacks just for time purposes and just for variety for the kids. And so I decided I wanted to do our Costco trip. Our last couple of weeks had been really full and we hadn't had a chance to go to Costco. So we decided to do a mini stock up at Costco. So I didn't want to spend as much as I do sometimes at Costco. Usually I spend like $200, $250, but I did want to stock up on some things like my favorite mega and meat. And what else did we stock up on? A bunch of kid snacks, things like that. Eggs are really inexpensive at Costco. I love their rotisserie chicken. Um, so that's basically what we stocked up on. So we went to Costco and I spent, let me look at, and change. I didn't write down exactly what the change was, but about $148 and change. And then Target's right near there. So we also went to Target and spent $90.71 as well. So that was definitely a more expensive week in terms of our groceries. We spent close to $240 that week, but I wasn't worried because I knew that my goal was between $150 and $200 a week. And the last couple of weeks, I didn't hit that $200 mark either week. So the whole goal was to stay under $800 for the whole month with stocking up. So we went to Costco, stocked up on stuff. We went to Target, and that was all we needed for that week. Obviously, we got more than we needed for that week, too. And we actually still have a pound of chicken two and a half pounds of beef in our freezer as well so we definitely haven't used up everything that we got at Costco we still have a bunch of snacks from Costco so it's not like we spent that money and we used it all this month the goal of stocking up this month is so that next month will be much less expensive so actually next month is a weird month because I'm traveling but I will let you know over the next couple of months how the stock ups really play out and how they really help us to save money in the long term. So, like I mentioned, I had planned on making those sheep pan chicken, that sheep pan chicken shawarma recipe. I serve it over couscous with a little bit of feta on top. We all love that recipe. My youngest daughter loves the chicken particularly, and she doesn't love the vegetables as much, but you know, you win some, you lose some. She ate most of it. Um, and my older daughter ate all of it. She loves it as well, and so do I. Um, so, I'm going to have a post for that soon. So, look out for that over on Instagram and on my website. I will share that recipe. Um, it's only been in the cooking club so far, but that's going to be a sneak peek recipe that I share with all of you. So that's what we had on the Sunday. And I did a little bit of meal prep that week as well. And then on Monday, we used some of our rotisserie chicken from Costco and we made shortcut chicken tostadas. I had made these in the springtime and I wanted to retest them for the cooking club. Um, So we retested those and they're so good and so easy with the rotisserie chicken. So we had those for dinner on Monday. And then on Tuesday, I had another recipe that I was retesting for the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. And this one is a super special recipe to me. I made quinoa bean burgers, which are actually a recipe that I made for my wedding back in 2010. Yes, I made one of the recipes for our wedding. I know that's insane. It was a recipe that I had gotten online and I modified it. And I've made it probably once a year, every year for the last... 13 years. My husband and I, uh, our anniversary was at the beginning of August, August 8th. And so I took that recipe and I retested it and I made it a little bit simpler. Um, the original recipe had like a million ingredients. So I shared that within the cooking club this last week. So if you're looking for a good veggie burger recipe, that one is great. I usually cook it in the grill pan cuz I I don't I worry there's little pieces of corn in there and I worry the corn's going to, you know, fall into the grill and create like a, you know, a little grill fire, but they do work on the grill. We did make them on the grill at my wedding. We did a backyard wedding, and uh, I so I make them in the grill pan. But you can also bake them in the oven as well. And we serve those with sweet potato fries, and that was Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we I had made some cashew cream sauce. I was filming a video for my Healthy Mama Meal Prep course. There's a bunch of cooking demos in the new Healthy Mama Meal Prep, and we love my cashew cream sauce. It's a great dairy-free option for like it's almost like a mac and cheese, but it's obviously dairy-free. And if you can't tell, we love a creamy pasta in our house. Actually, myself and the girls are all not huge fans of red sauce. We like that veggie meat sauce. But personally, I am I love a, a very simple puttanesca sauce. I love a vodka sauce. But Typically, like a marinara sauce is not my go-to when it comes to pasta. So we like doing a creamier sauce. But it's always fun when you can make it a little bit more nutrient-dense. Um, Not that a, a sauce made with milk isn't nutrient-dense. But I know that I feel better when I eat a little bit less dairy. Um, so we love making that cashew cream on occasion. So we had that with bonza pasta again. And we cooked it up with roasted broccoli, which is one of our favorite combos. That recipe is on my website. The next night, we made taco stuffed pepper. Peppers, and those are really, really good. Um, those are going to be a new recipe coming up in my free meal prep class that is coming up on the 10th of September. If you haven't heard about that yet, I announced it yesterday when this is airing on Instagram and on my email list. There's only a hundred spots. So if you want to join me for a full meal prep session, I will also send you the recipes. There will be opportunities to ask me questions. I would love to see you at 3 p.m. Eastern on September 10th. It's going to be super fun. I haven't taught a meal prep class in over a year, so it's going to be a good time. I'm excited again, and I'm excited to share my one-hour meal prep method with you. The class will be a little bit longer than an hour. We're packing a lot into the class, and I'm also obviously going to be talking through it. I pause every so often. Um, You're welcome to prep alongside me, or just watch it, and then you can prep the recipes later. It's totally up to you, but it is a live class, so you want to join us live. If you sign up, and you will also get a link to be able to purchase the replay if you do want to watch it later. Um, so definitely sign up, but there are only a hundred spots live. So it's kind of first come, first serve. The first hundred who jump on get to hang out with me. So that is coming up on September 10th. And so I made my taco stuffed peppers, which are going to be one of those recipes. It's really simple. You make my turkey taco meat or you can use whatever meat you want to with some peppers and onions and my homemade taco seasoning or whatever taco seasoning you want to use. And you cook that up with some rice and black beans and corn and stuff it into peppers that have been roasting in the oven and top it with some cheese. It's cheesy and it kind of it's kind of like a burrito. I should call them burrito stuffed peppers. Maybe I'll call them burrito stuffed peppers. (laughs) I haven't technically named them yet. So maybe we just renamed a recipe together. So that was what we had on Thursday. And then I had the leftovers for lunch. And then on Friday, I made my chili lime shrimp bowls. These are so good. They are coming out today. If you're in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, the day this airs, they just came out to the meal plan. You need to try these. They are now a, a, a staple in our house they're immediately on our family favorites list we've only made them twice the first time we made them i was like oh this is so good and my daughter pointed out that i made the shrimp before the chili lime shrimp is a recipe i've had for years but i put it together with the other ingredients and oh my goodness it's so good I served it over a bed of cauliflower rice, but you can use whatever rice you choose. Some broiled corn that only takes like three to five minutes. I use frozen corn, but you can use fresh because corn is still in season. I made up some of my quick pickled onions. That recipe is also on my website. My kids eat those like it's a snack. We go through a jar of those a week, um, and then I add a little bit of um, some chopped tomatoes and what else do I put on that? Oh, avocado. They're so good. We're definitely gonna make them again soon. So that. Was what we ate this last week, and for breakfast, I meal prep some overnight oats. I just shared that recipe over on Instagram. That's also going to be what we make. We're going to make a version of those in the cooking class. Uh, my kids really wanted cereal, so we had the Three Wishes cereal, which is really high in protein. So I mean. As far as cereals go, so it's it's one of my favorite choices. It's also corn free for my kids. Um, and then at the end of the week, I made a berry oatmeal bake. So we ate that all weekend long. And for lunch, the first couple of days I had leftovers, and the last couple of days I made my B E T egg salad recipe. That recipe is in my budget lunches ebook, and it's also in the healthy mama meal prep cookbook as well. And It is one of my favorite recipes. It's basically hard-cooked eggs, some good quality mayo, some chopped up bacon, some tomatoes, chives, celery. You mix it all up. It's crunchy. It's a little bit salty. It's a little bit tangy. And I love serving it on a piece of toast with some arugula for a little bit of that peppery flavor. That's my favorite way. Or just with some arugula. I ate it both ways uh, this week just based on how I was feeling and how hungry I was. So that is what I had for lunches. And the kids, what did they have for lunches? I think they just did chicken, deli meat, and just veggies. Yeah, chicken, deli meat, veggies, berries, plantain chips. They kept it pretty simple last week. My daughter tried out school lunch for the first time. So she does school lunch once a week. Usually it's pizza day. So she did that one day as well. And that brings us to this week. So this week obviously started at the end of August and is ending as of today in September, which is so crazy to me that we're actually, officially, at the end of summer. But I included this in our monthly meals, especially because we didn't really include the first week. So we spent $121 and change at Whole Foods. We were expecting a hurricane this week. We were hit with a hurricane, though we were not hit directly head on, which I am immensely grateful for. I know that not everyone in the Upper Peninsula of Florida fared as well, and so my thoughts definitely go out to Everyone who got hit harder than we did and everyone in our area, too, that got hit way harder than us. We just had lots of wind and rain and... Very grateful. Um, but we were preparing for the storm. And so for the first few days of the week, we had recipes planned. I did a bunch of recipe testing on Sunday because I knew the storm was coming and I needed to get that done. Um, so I wanted to uh, third test my Korean beef bowl recipe. That recipe is so good. The beef is so tasty. I'm going to have the leftovers for lunch today. Um, my broccoli quinoa bake, we also retested. And we I've been eating leftovers of that all week too. And those two recipes are going to be recipes that are within the cooking class recipe book as well. Um, So those are really good. And then the third night, so I recipe tested all of those on Sunday and then we just ate them the first few days because I wanted to make sure we ate them before we potentially lost power and were eating like soup on the camp stove. So uh, the third day we had apple butter roasted chicken thighs with potatoes, Brussels sprouts, and bacon. (gasps) This recipe is so good. It is a sheet pan recipe, even though I'm not a huge fan of sheet pan recipes. This one, this is only going to need one more test just to confirm all of the ingredients and the timing and all of that. It is fantastic. And I'm very, very excited to share it with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club this fall. So that is what we had for the first few days. And then last night we decided just to do a fridge clean out because we didn't know what was going to happen with the storm. We didn't know how hard we were going to be hit. We didn't know if we were going to have power. Um, So I cooked up some of the leftover Brussels sprouts and potatoes in the air fryer from that recipe I mentioned the other night. We had some chicken sausages from Costco or no, I think they're beef sausages. So I cooked those up And my kids had some like raw veggies on the side too. So we just kind of had a smorgasbord last night. Didn't buy anything new for that. So we saved some money. We did obviously buy some things to make sure that we had like soups and ramen and things like that. Um, But we don't include those in our grocery budget. Those are things that we just keep on hand. We have freeze-dried meals, things like that, just in case of emergency as well. Um, But we did do a fridge clean out on Wednesday. And then tonight, I am second testing my Mediterranean whitefish and orzo recipe. That one is coming to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club soon. It's really good. Basically, you roast up some tomatoes with garlic and olive oil and you quickly pan sear the fish and then you add that on top of the tomatoes along with some olives and some capers and some fresh herbs and then you serve it with a buttery orzo and it's super tasty it's a great kind of end of summer transition into fall recipe it still feels really fresh but it's a little bit warmer and cozier as we start to go into fall And last but not least, this week, I asked my daughter what she wanted, my nine-year-old, and she said very specifically that she wanted my Bang Bang shrimp bowls. We haven't made them in a while. I love them. It's like buttermilk marinated shrimp in a sweet and spicy sauce with slaw and rice. So that's what we're having for dinner on Friday night. And then we're going to do a family night on Saturday we haven't planned on yet, but we'll do something simple, something easy, Might be a pizza night for us. And um, this week we had smoothies for breakfast. We also finished up some of that berry, uh, I was going to say egg bake, berry oatmeal bake. I made mason jar cob salads. That is what we are going to make in our meal prep class on the 10th. And the kids had Easy Mac. Yes, I said Easy Mac. The Annie's version of Easy Mac. Um, that was their quick and easy lunch because I wanted to save their school lunch food for when they were in school. And they didn't really want to eat school lunch food when they are at home. So they had Easy Mac for the last two days. And that's okay. That's totally normal (laughs) to do Easy Mac every now and again. They also had some veggies on the side. And you know what? My kids kind of just randomly snacked throughout the day. They finished all of the fruit in the house except a couple apples. I don't think I explained. My kids were home for two days due to the hurricane. The schools in our county are used as emergency shelters. So they were at a school on Tuesday and Wednesday, which was unexpected. So when we got our hurricane supplies, we got them some Easy Mac. And that's what the kids had. They kind of just ate all day long. They hung out, they watched movies, they played Legos, they made a doll hospital. They did all the things that kids do when they have a day off from school. They also had homework and they did that too. Um, But for lunch, I had to get some work done because it was supposed to be two work days for me. And thankfully I had power, so I was able to be on my computer. So the kids had Easy Mac for lunch and my nine-year-old made them. And I just want you to know that sometimes my kids do have Easy Mac. And even though she can make a box of mac and cheese (laughs) for some reason that was what she wanted. And I'm fine with it on occasion. So that is what we ate. And what we spent this month, we spent a total of seven hundred five ninety-seven, dollars So basically $100 over our usual goal budget or about $27 a week to restock and make sure we had things like oils and vinegars and salt and spices, things that we had used up previously. And honestly, I think that's pretty darn good considering we still have like over two pounds of ground beef in the freezer. We still have half a bag of cod in the freezer. We have a pound of chicken in the freezer. And we have a ton of snacks for next month, too, that we got at Costco. So we haven't used up everything that we bought. It'll definitely carry into the next month, at least the first couple of weeks. And then my husband is going to be taken over once he's back home. Basically, he is coming home and we are switching off. I'm traveling just a couple of days after he gets home. And uh, then we'll get back into our routine again Come. October. It's been a crazy year, but it's it's been a good one. And I'm happy that you guys are here with me along for the ride. I'm excited to be back sharing with you what we ate and what we spent, how we make it all work in our family. It was certainly a delicious month, and it is certainly good to be home, even though I'm leaving again soon. So, as you might predict, next month uh, or this upcoming month, September, is going to be a little bit different when it comes to our what we ate and our what we spent. But I'm planning on doing a special edition for you guys, Germany and Austria edition. So, stay tuned for that if you're curious what I eat while I'm traveling and maybe even what my kids ate while I was traveling as well. So, be sure to join my free live meal prep class on September 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern if you want to join like I mentioned, there's only a hundred live spots. So you want to get there right away. Come and join me. See how I prep in real time in an hour, get your questions answered and get some really delicious recipes. Four of them are brand new, never before seen. They will eventually be in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. This is the first time anyone is going to see them um, and a couple of family favorites in there as well. So I hope you all have a great weekend, a Labor Day weekend, a long weekend. Weekend. Enjoy your long weekend. I hope the weather is beautiful for you. And I will catch you on Monday in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Mama's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. So you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to healthymamachris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at healthymamacris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.